Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high5gear.com. Hey, bowlers, bowling this month is back. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Chris Fialli is a New England Bowling Association champion, three-time first-team All-American with William Patterson University. He recently started BowlingForGold.com. Chris, it's Tim Berg here. Thank you for joining me today on the Above180.com podcast. Thanks for having me, Tim. I appreciate it. All right, Chris. Not too long ago, you started BowlingForGold.com. So let's begin by talking about that and and talk about the website and what folks can do there and um, and just go into the website and and what you're hoping to uh, accomplish. Sure. So BowlingForGold.com is um, a website that was developed um, and designed to help our push the, the sport of bowling for the Olympics in the 2024 Games in Paris, France. On the website, there is a petition for folks to sign on to, and there's a survey to take. The survey only takes two to three minutes. Um, and then there's a share button to all of your social media platforms. And the purpose of the petition and the survey is to develop data that we need to help uh, make a push for bowling with the Olympic Committee officials. Um, we were very close to getting in the Japan games in Tokyo, and um, we lost out to you know, a couple sports that you know we feel we have a much better following, a you know, bigger presence. Um, at the end of the day, what we heard is um, our sport is non-athletic, not technical. We don't have a youth movement, and there's not a lot of following. Uh, we all know that to be um, not true. Uh, so the purpose of this website is to develop information um, and a, a massive worldwide movement for the petition to demonstrate the, the type of youth that we have, uh, the type of following that the sport has, and the global presence it truly um, has to deserve a place in the Olympics. You mentioned that bowling was close to being an Olympic sport years past. What can we learn from the shortcomings of those past presentations and you know, kind of a ways to pushes to get bowling where it needs to go across the finish line, you know, to ultimately get it across the finish line now. So one of the important aspects of what we need to present differently is more visual aids to officials that can 
see that this is a very athletic sport at the highest level and it's a very technical sport. So we've, we're developing uh, videos of our international athletes to be able to visually display uh, the type of athleticism it takes to be a top-level bowler. Um, from a youthful standpoint, um, here in the United States and around the world, the youth movement's incredible. Uh, team Masters, Junior Gold, um, we went over to France in September to bowl the World Promotion Cup, and I met a, um, a whole host of young individuals throughout Europe that uh, you know say the same thing that you know Bolin has a very strong youthful movement. So we're trying to pull together information on that to demonstrate that part of it. And then the the biggest aspect of what we think we can improve on is um, the in our survey we've asked a question: How um, many would you subscribe to watching the Olympics on a device? You know, like Flo Bolin has, and only 8.4% of people are saying no to that question. 55% are saying they would subscribe. So what we're doing with that information is we're pulling together a revenue model that can show what type of subscription revenue Bolin could generate for the Olympics if we were a sport. Um, and that's going to be something that is going to be much stronger than some of the sports we're up against in regards to you know the amount of people that we can bring to the table. Chris, why is uh, getting bowling as an Olympic sport, why is that passionate for you? Uh, it's something I've been involved in bowling my entire life. Um, I went to college for bowling. Um, out, out of college, I, I uh, landed a pretty good career, and I've been able to support bowling at every level from high school, collegiate, to regional, to the PBA tour. Um, and it's really um, something that became passion for me. Um, basically my mom, I made a promise to her that, um, you know, this is something I'm really going to do what I can with the resources I have access to, to help the folks that have worked so hard at this for the past few decades. And I'm not saying we've got answers. All I'm trying to do is pull together a movement that is in our era that's different than um, anyone else has tried. Because in the past, we haven't had the, the social media aspect that we have now to, to pull the bowling community worldwide together. And the subscription model that um, uh, Flo Bolin, as an example, has put together works. And, you know, for the first time, we can say to the Olympic officials that, yeah, we can pull this community together, and this is the type of numbers that you can expect to see. Um, and that, that's sort of why this has become a passion for me recently. So how important is to prove that this is a bowling that is, is a worldwide sport and not just something that's, you know, specialized and you could say that North America as a, you know, it's, it's the world 10 pin association. There's all different examples. I mean, the best bowler in the world right now is from Australia, you could say. So it seems like this is a, a worldwide thing. How much does that play into the decision making process for the uh, folks when it comes down to this? Uh, tremendously plays, uh, plays a big part. Uh, for the Japan Games that we presented back in 2015, uh, the Japan Federation actually got one million signed physical petitions in boxes that they brought to the, um, you know, to the Bake Off, the presentations that had to be made by the sports that were, you know, up against each other. But the problem was it was just Japan. It was not a worldwide effort. Um, so it is critical. And there are over 140 federations around the globe that have structured processes in place like we do here in the United States and, and all around the world. For our survey um, and petition, we already have 130-plus countries that have signed on to it. 
Um, so I think it's very important that this is not a United States effort, that this is not, you know, one or two co- uh, countries that dominate a particular sport. One of the things that bowlers, we get in this um, inferiority complex, I guess is the best way to put it, where we say, well, wait a minute, this is in the Olympics and bowling isn't. But I'm guessing that probably doesn't play well when you're, you know, in front of these committees. They don't really care. They just they want they, they want to know why you should be and not why you think another sport shouldn't be in. That's 100 percent correct. And you can point fingers and, you know, make excuses for why, you know, or, or just point blame on, you know, how can you put that sport in over us? Um, but the bottom line is that it is, it is about money and it's about attracting um, youthful um, movement toward this because that's where the sponsors are. The sponsors want to see sports that attract youth. Um, right now, the sports that we're up against for this time around are bocce ball, water skiing, surfing, squash, billiards, wind tunnel flights, orienteering, and uh, bowling. So a few of those sports have a youthful attraction, but not many of them. So we really think with the folks that we have on the ground in the Federation in France that we've got a, a pretty good opportunity this time around to get it done. All right. So what are some key dates then that folks need to keep their eye on when they're uh, you know checking this out and going to your social media pages, et cetera? We are looking at mid-March as a target to have all of our data compiled and a report issued. Uh, we've got a third-party group behind the scenes that – um, so we're not self-reporting any data. They'll be validating all the information we're gathering from the survey so that we can put a white paper together to hand off to Olympic officials to say, okay, here, here's, our, here's our sport, here's our story. Um, and with that, we'll have um, the, the revenue model, the business model that uh, should blow away what any other sport can do from that perspective. Um, so we are under the gun. Um, you know, it's weird, right? We're, we're talking about the 2024 games. Well, five years ahead of time, decisions are made on the sports that are going to be in those games, so they have time uh, you know, to put the venues together and, and plan for the, for the games. Chris, need to remind folks to please check out BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource, all at your fingertips. Lots of great articles there, ball reviews on your left-hand side. The BTM tournament coming up later, it'll be later during the season here with Rick Ramsey and his wife Gail running the BTM tournament out in conjunction with the USBC Open Championship, so make sure you check all that out. Again, remember, please check out bowlingthismonth.com. High Five Gear, h5gbrands.com is where you go to check them out. So many styles, so many colors, so many options. Thousands of artwork design you can choose from there. No hidden artwork fees. Check all that out and use promo code above 180. That will get you $20 off your order. Promo code above 180. Lots of great stuff you can choose from. Get your team shirts. If you're heading out to the Open Championships, if you're heading to your city, your state, any tournaments, you can do that. They also have a great PBA special on there. If you're a PBA player listening, check everything out, h5gbrands.com. Make sure you use promo code ABOVE180. Use that code. You'll get $20 off again. Check out everything at h5gbrands.com. Chris, one of the unique things and good things, frankly, with Bowling for Gold is you were able to get everyone on the same page in the industry. That, frankly, doesn't always happen. No, and in the very beginning of this, I was told that France had no shot. Um, And the only reason I I knew we had a shot in France is because uh, myself and my wife, Amy, we went to bowl the World Promotion Cup in September. And Bruno Debone, um, who runs that event for the past 10 years, he's within the Federation of France. And it's been his goal and his wife's goal to get the 2024 games for bowling to be in that. Um, so we went out there to visit with him and, and bowl that particular tournament. It was a great event. And what we learned is 
you know, we do have a track on the inside on this. Um, most of the people in the sport that I talked to pretty much said our next chance is going to be the LA games in 2028. Well, as I started to develop um, a little more information, share that and, and get this movement going, um, pretty much everyone has turned to say, maybe we do have a chance now. Um, so we've got everyone on board. Um, you know, the BTAA, the PBA, USBC, World Bowling, um, federations around the world are getting on board as well. Um, so, manufacturing companies are on board. Why not, right? <laughs> Why not is right. Uh, Chris, I want to thank you for joining me today. Again, where, where can folks go to, uh, to, to check out and sign the petition and then check things out and see what you, you're all up to? Bowlingforgold.com is the website. Any of the social media platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all have a Bowling for Gold page. And there are contests that we're running for videos. The one of the things we're pushing for is for folks to get very creative with videos on this cause so that we can really get this thing out there virally. We still haven't penetrated a lot of the countries, especially the Asian countries. Um, so we're really relying on, you know, the Boeing community as a whole to step up and help. We've built the vehicle to, get, to mine the data that we need to present. Now I just need everyone to, to help and share. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you, Chris, and and definitely let's stay in touch and let me know what we can do here at Above180.com. Definitely something we're behind. We'll link to the, the BowlingForGold.com. We'll link to that in this podcast description. But if there's anything else, please let me know. I'd love to help you out. Thank you. Thanks so much, Tim. Have a great day.